Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 213, No Resistance. My apologies, especially to those of you who have been loyal listeners. I'm aware that I've not sent out a podcast in a number of weeks. I think I needed a break from my self-imposed responsibility for producing it each and every week for so many episodes. Similar to needing a break from any alternative healing strategies when I finally finished my initial round of four weekly immunotherapy treatments for the lymphoma. After a needed pause, I was able to jump in again with a great attitude to acupuncture, dietary changes, herbal supplements, and amping up the meditation. Thus, the topic of no resistance seems timely. I'm an old Star Trek fan, right from the original series during my med school days when during cadaver dissection, someone would always shout out, Beam me up, Scotty! The Borg encounters were creative, thrilling, and timelessly relevant especially as AI concerns are in the news these days, evoking memories of their hive-like cyborg intelligence. As they attempted to assimilate a new species, their motto was, Resistance is futile, a great moniker for personal evolution as well. Richard Rohr offers this sage advice, quote, When we go to the place of tears, it's an inner attitude where when I can't fix it, when I can't explain it, when I can't control it, when I can't even understand it, I can only forgive it, let go of it, weep over it. It's a different mode of being, close quote. No resistance can open the door for a good cry or surrendering to not having to figure it out, whatever the dilemma. What is the essence of resistance? Sometimes procrastination can feel like emancipation for the alpha dogs and others caught in the hamster wheel of doing, doing, doing. I've also experienced the notion that my inner guide is telling me to stop. Resistance can provide a necessary pause for me to reassess priorities and get in touch with what I really don't want to do. I'm most interested in the how, not so much the why, of when I don't do what I know is good for me. What is that resistance all about? Lack of self-love, self-esteem, self-examination, none of those really seem to fit. Are these all just disguises of resistance, procrastination, lack of wholeheartedness, denial, laziness, overwhelm, or even giving up on the possibility of positive change? In the early 1900s, the Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto discovered the 80-20 principle by realizing that 80% of the wealth in England was held by 20% of the people. The author Richard Koch popularized the notion with his 1997 book, The 80-20 Principle. As an entrepreneur who had made over $300 million from starting businesses and investing in early-stage venture capital, people paid attention. He realized it wasn't just money, but that this notion applied to many aspects of life. 20% of freeways get 80% of the traffic, 20% of runners win 80% of the races, and 20% of customers make 80% of the purchases. And business and personal development gurus say to spend 80% of your time, energy, resources on the 20% of activities that will make the most forward progress. The bottom line in terms of personal evolution is this, 80% of the results which one receives in a field of activity is a result of 20% of the efforts that are properly focused. How might this be applied to resistance? What 20% of my resistance, if addressed, would yield that 80% payoff? I believe that for me, it has to do with overcoming initial inertia. 
When I'm feeling low energy, see podcast number 41 on energy flow awareness with a link in the program notes, my resistance to doing anything is fairly high. If I mustered the juice to get out my guitar, sit down at the piano, boot up an Italian podcast, or put on my sneakers and step outside, then the rest tends to follow fairly submissively without a whole lot of fuss and bother. I just have to get beyond the wall that separates me temporarily from what I know invigorates me. Then there is often a spillover effect wherein other pieces of resistance, fix that leaky toilet, thrive on the positive energy generated by the flow of aliveness. The more gets done when I'm having fun type of awareness. Theologian and civil rights leader Howard Thurman puts it this way, quote, Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive, close quote. The various disguises of resistance are obstacles that carry their own kernels of awareness if I'm willing to pause and be curious. And like with many aspects of growth, it's helpful to share resistance insights with friends. I love the Andean word chakaruna, a human bridge for someone to walk across to get where they need to be. Often my wife or a good friend will easily discern the root of my resistance that I seem incapable of sniffing out by myself. As Marcus Aurelius commented, the obstacle is the way. And the support of caring friends, in addition to my own consistent persistence, is what helps one move through it. Sometimes resistance is about fear. People are biologically wired to look for patterns and predictability, and uncertainty, even if somewhat anticipated or potentially positive, can foster some anxiety. Moving through resistance is helped by radical trust that I know when to pause and reassess, when to let it be, and when to break out of initial inertia. When you believe you've conquered your resistance, take a break and contemplate what Jerry Seinfeld has to say. Doing nothing is not as easy as it looks. You can get pretty busy doing nothing. Because when you're doing nothing, you're actually free to do anything, which can easily lead to doing something. Close quote. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.